0: John chapter 1 verse 42 and he that is Andrew brought him to Jesus Andrew brought Simon Peter to the Lord and when Jesus beheld him he said thou art Simon the son of Jonah Thou shalt be called Cephas which is by interpretation a stone In the subject this morning, a soul winner I would like to concentrate and focus on the, the chain of events that took place that brought about Simon Peter being one for the Lord and brought to the Saviour and as we take up this study in the life of a man called Peter <coughs> it is interesting and an encouragement to consider the means that the Lord used to bring Simon Peter to Christ we began our reading regarding the ministry of John the Baptist alright who was John the Baptist he was a voice crying in the wilderness he was a preacher of the word that's what John the Baptist was a preacher of the word and then there was Andrew Simon Peter's brother what was he, what was Andrew at this stage If John the Baptist was a preacher of the word, Andrew was a personal worker. A personal worker. Now not everyone is called to be a preacher of the word. But every one of us can be personal workers. We can all tell others about Christ we can be used by God to tell others about the Lord Jesus the saviour of the soul well certainly that's what both men did here John the Baptist and Andrew which led Peter to Christ and we know Peter became a disciple an apostle, a soul winner yeah he became a mighty man and this is where it all started humanly speaking through the preaching of John heard by Andrew and heard Andrew telling Simon Peter when we look briefly at John the Baptist and his ministry we see that it was a focused ministry focused and where was his focus Verse 29. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God. There was his focus. Which taketh away the sin of the world. Verse 35. Again the next day after John stood and the two disciples. And looking upon Jesus as he walked he said, Behold the Lamb of God. Twice so we can see in those two verses that the focus of John the Baptist was on the Lord Jesus Christ the Lamb of God who taken away the sin of the world and that's the ministry God will honour and God will bless the preacher whose ministry focuses on Christ now what Paul said For we preach Christ and him crucified. And he went on to say for we preach not ourselves we preach not ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord. 2 Corinthians 4 and 5 Regarding John the Baptist he had a focused ministry. He had a faithful ministry. He was faithful in that he preached Christ. But then we notice that John preached Christ every day. Because as we read in verse 29, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. Verse 35, And the next day, after John stood and the two of his disciples looking upon Jesus, as he walked he said, Behold the Lamb of God the next day and the next day. See message. As far as John was concerned, it didn't matter where he was preaching. It didn't matter to whom he was preaching. The message was the same. Behold the Lamb of God and God blessed that message on that day and on many other occasions of course the Lord will always bless the preaching of Christ always so he had a focused ministry he had a faithful ministry he had a fruitful ministry the preaching of Christ will draw sinners to him look at what happened for John verse 37 and the two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus in other words two of John's disciples we only only know the name of one of them being Andrew but upon hearing John the Baptist preach Christ we read and two of his had heard him speak they followed Jesus. It had a fruitful ministry. He preached Christ, and lo and behold, two of his own disciples followed the Lord. So John preached Christ, and two of his own disciples were drawn to the Savior. But the interesting thing about this, but this is the identity of one of those men, verse forty. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew. Was Andrew. So you have John the Baptist and then the next chain or link in the chain is Andrew and Andrew told Peter about the Lord. The providence of God a wonderful Thing. He's a sovereign Lord. And here we see how the gospel, the message about Christ was brought to, uh, to Peter, to Simon Peter, who became a disciple, who became an apostle, and became a great soul winner. And so we look at as we look at this man called Peter. Let us us see how we came to know the Lord. Let us first of all consider the man with Christ. That man, as we have just seen, was Andrew. Through the preaching of John the Baptist, Andrew, first of all, was drawn to Christ. We just read that. And the two disciples heard him speak. They followed Jesus. They were drawn to him upon hearing John the Baptist preach. And we see that John had said about the Lord. Andrew and there was John drawn to him, for the Lord said, Behold, the Lamb of God which takes away the, the sin of the world. And we read, whenever, or whenever Andrew said unto the Lord, where dwellest thou? The Lord said to Andrew, come and see. Isn't that just so typical of the Lord? Here we have one of the many comes. Honored by the Lord, as we read about in the Gospel, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And here, when Andrew wanted to know where the Lord was, the Lord said, Come, come and see. So Andrew was drawn to the Savior through John's preaching of Christ, just as the Savior said. The Lord Jesus said, I if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Remember I'm asked to sign the Bible. That's the verse of scripture I put beside my name. If I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. John twelve thirty two and there is no better way to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ than to declare the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world there is a message It should draw men to Christ because all men are sinners and the Lord is the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin taketh away the word taketh means beareth nobody what he did on Calvary he bore sins and he bore them away never to be remembered against us anymore forever well when Andrew heard those words he was drawn to the Lord not only was he drawn to Christ we see also that he dwelt with Christ he not only wanted to meet the Lord but he wanted to be with him Verse thirty nine. The Lord said, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. So the Lord said, Well come and see. And whenever they went, were told they abode with him so this was no as it were this was no fleeting vision when they met the Lord and saw where he dwelt we're told he, the, uh, Andrew and the other disciples dwelt with Christ is not so typical whenever you meet the Lord and come to know the Lord Jesus Christ you want to be always with him always with him does this not remind us of the best disciples you recall back in Luke 24 verse 28 you know how the Lord drew near and went with them and they drew near unto the village whither they went and he made as though he would have gone further but they constrained him saying, abide with us. See, they wanted to be with Christ and Christ to be with them. Abide with us for it is toward evening and the day is far spent and he went in and tarried with them. The Lord will always do that. He'll always go where he wanted but there you have the immense disciples and this stranger to them turned out of course to be the Lord Jesus and the Lord made as though he would have gone further but they constrained him <coughs> abide with us stay with us we want you to stay with us come into our home and stay with us And there is Andrew they find where the Lord abode and instead with them. it's not what it is when you're saved? They want to be with Christ, they want to be in His presence. In John chapter 4, <coughs> remember the woman at the well, woman of Samaria. She met the Lord to end of the time to the man that she was familiar with. Said, "Come see a man that told me all things that ever I did is not this the Christ?" Listen, John four verse thirty nine. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman. She was a Samaritan. Which testified. He told me all that ever I did. So when the Samaritans were come unto him they besought him that he would tarry with them. See? That he would tarry with them and he abode there two days. See again they will always go where he wanted but there you have Andrew and he met Christ and wanted to abide with him there you have the Emmaus disciples and they wanted Christ to abide with them and here you have the men of Samaria they believed in the Lord and they wanted him to tarry with them stay with them, stay with us When you know the Lord, you want to be in His presence all the time. You want to be with Him. The encouraging thing is He's always with us. He's always with us. We notice not only was Andrew drawn to Christ, not only did he dwell with Christ, We notice also his desire for Christ. That is, the meeting with the Savior kindled a desire in the heart of Andrew. A desire, what was that desire? He had a desire to tell others about the person he had just met. He wanted to tell others in verse 41 he first findeth his own brother Simon and saith unto him we have found the Messiah which is being interpreted to Christ now remember he himself had just met the Lord he just dwelt with the Lord and this Andrew was saying I need to tell some of it you know whenever you meet the Lord and you get saved you want to tell others, don't you? You don't want to keep it to yourself. On Monday, 5th of May 1969, I got saved. Tuesday, the next morning, I was working in Willis Engineering. I went in the next morning and I went around everybody who worked on any machine. I told everybody in the workshop, I got saved last night. I had oh, to tell them we often mention Pastor Willie Mullen the man I love to listen to to preach Pastor Mullen in his testimony had been brought along to a gospel mission he'd been a had oh, been a uh, well he didn't do things good in his life he, he was a robber, a thief and all kinds of things but anyway he lived in an old shack of a house in a place called Newton Arts and this young man was going around the doors giving out flyers inviting people to a mission and when he says this night he saw this flyer slipped under the door he looked at it and he didn't think much more of it but a couple of days later he happened to see the same young man and he said to him, he said, I see you're having a mission. I'll maybe come some night. Well, he said he had no intention of going. But the young man said, will you come? I'll come. And I'll bring you. He sort of sent Willie Mullen back at the... But the young man came to the door of this old broken-down house and brought Willie to the meeting. And after the service over, well, he said, I'll never be back there again. Because the preacher preached on the day of judgment. A few days later, Willie Mullen was going out to rob a house along with his mates. And he was, as it were, modern day language, he was supposed to case the joint and have a look around the best way into the house. And he got off, It was off the road into the field, he's walking across the field to where this house was out in the country, and he said suddenly, What about this day, brother? And he thought it over and over until in the middle of that field Willie Mull got down on his knees and asked the Lord to save him. And he said he got out of that field climbed up over the hedge and out on the road and he said he saw a man coming down the road didn't know the man at all but he had to tell him. and the man came walking down the road and when he went over to he said mister I want to tell you something I met the Lord there I met the Lord in the field there and it turned out the man that he met was a brethren Christian man and he gave him some drink. but the point is he had to tell somebody and here's Andrew he had to tell somebody like the woman at the well not what she did she met the Lord her life was changed and she went into the city and met the man there that she was familiar with and said come see a man that told me all things that ever I did, is not this the Christ? Is this not the Christ? She had to tell somebody. And the men that she told came to the Lord and they themselves were saved. whom we told who do we tell about the Lord do we have that desire to tell others about the Savior as well as the man with Christ we notice secondly the message about Christ the message about Christ here is a wonderful example of personal evangelism verse 40, and one of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew Simon Peter's brother, and he first findeth his own brother Simon and said unto him, we have found the Messiah which is being interpreted the Christ Now I love these words and he brought him to Jesus and he brought him to Jesus regarding Andrew here we notice his priority his priority yes he had to tell somebody but where did he go to first he had to tell others about the Christ whom he had met and the person whom he made a priority in his life was Simon Peter his brother want to tell his own brother (coughs) Andrew would become a follower of the Lamb of God he would travel across the land preach to many people and be used of the Lord but his priority was at that moment of time I need to go home I need to tell sight itself tell Simon here. I need to tell my brother I need to tell my brother in other words hundreds of evangelistic work began where? at home began at home that's the Lord's way, you know Do you recall in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 the Lord told the disciples they were to wait to be filled with the Holy Ghost and then he told them that they were to be witnesses unto him where Jerusalem Judea Samaria and on to the uttermost parts of the earth notice where the Lord began Jerusalem that's where the disciples were at that time, they were in Jerusalem and the Lord was saying to them you need to begin here in Jerusalem you're going to be witnesses of the Lord, for the Lord you're going to be a witness for me, you need to begin at home, you need to begin in Jerusalem see that's the Lord's way You remember the demoniac of Gadara after the Lord had delivered him and those who lived there in Gadara wanted rid of the Lord told them to leave when the demoniac wanted to go with the Lord for we read in Mark 5 and verse 18 and when he was come into the ship he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him wanted to go with him if you like he wanted to embark upon a missionary journey wanted to go with the Lord help spread the word around how Jesus suffered him not but said unto him go home there it is go home go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee and hath had compassion on thee and he departed and began to publish in the capitalist how great things Jesus had done for him and all oh men did marvel the Lord told him to go home that's where evangelism begins at home talking a young man the other week and he wanted to be a missionary to China and he was reading different books and was endeavouring to learn at least some of the language and I referred him to Andrew. I said, yeah, it's good you want to go to China to preach the gospel, but have you started at home? Have you been evangelizing your family? Have you started at home? He said, that gives me something to think about like the demoniac he wanted to go out he wanted to go out and do mission work so the Lord says I wanted to go home first you have his priority how to find Simon you have also his pursuit upon meeting Christ Andrew first findeth his own brother Simon telling his old brother was a priority for Andrew. That would tell us something of the burden that he had for his old brother. Even then he evidently had a burden for Simon Peter. If he didn't he wouldn't have bothered going home to town. He had a burden for his brother. And that burden is highlighted again in the word "find." them he first them his own brother that word find and indicates that Andrew had evidently to seek out Peter search for him in other words he did not rest until he found him like the woman who lost the pieces of silver To search and search until she found him. And Andrew did not rest until he had found his own brother. And there in his pursuit. Shows us his burden. That he had for the soul of his brother. Andrew was not going to rest until. He found him and told him about Christ. Believer. Have you ever had such a burden. For a soul as Andrew had for his brother. You'll be honest about it. Have you ever had a burden. For a soul that you know is not saved. They like to see him see him. That's the burden Andrew had. He wasn't going to rest until he found him. Andrew had such a burden for Simon because he first findeth his own he first findeth, findeth his own brother. Lord, give me a burden for the lost and in sin help me to look beyond their faults and see that soul within help me not to be distracted by what I cannot see Lord give me a burden for them just as Thou had for me praise the Lord such was Christ's burden for us he died for us he died for us we notice also priority, the pursuit and the person the person why was Andrew so desirous to find Simon his brother well because he had good news for him He had great news for them. He had the best news that Simon Peter would ever receive. What was it? We have found the Messiah which is being interpreted to Christ. That was the news. We have found him. Now think of it. Andrew had only met the Lord the day before. And yet here he's able to identify the Lord Jesus as the Christ. The same message the woman at the well had for the man of Samaria. Come see a man that told me all things that ever I did is not this the Christ. The Christ. But remember Andrew had just spent some time with the Lord. Remember? Where dwellest thou? And he went in, and he abode with him. You see, whenever you spend time with Christ, you learn more about him. You learn more about him. Yes, John the Baptist has said behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world and Andrew said we have found the Messiah which is being interpreted the Christ the word Christ the name Christ means anointed we know that Jesus means saviour Put the two together. Jesus Christ is the anointed savior. There's nobody else. There's no one else can take away or sin. No one else. Is it any wonder then that Andrew wasted no time to go and find his brother Simon to tell him takes away this your sin. He's the only savior. only saviour of the soul we have found the Christ the anointed saviour and you look at this passage Andrew wasn't the only one to be involved in soul winning and bringing individuals to the Lord, verse 43 (coughs) the day following Jesus would go forth into Galilee and find that Philip saith unto him Follow me, and Je- Philip was of Bethsaida, city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael, and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. See, the Lord finds Philip. Philip had to tell some of it, and so Philip findeth the finder. That's the way it is. You really know the Lord. And the Lord has done a work in your heart and saved your soul. You want to tell others. That's there, it's a the natural thing you want to do to tell others the good news that Jesus saves. As well as his priorities. his pursuit and the person from the Christ. <coughs> we notice also the path. The path. Andrew walked a path that day that many a Christian prayers they will walk someday. What was that path? He brought him to Jesus, there's the path. He brought him to Jesus. It's a wonderful thing, bringing sinners to Christ. Yes, it's all the work of God. is just the instrument, but it fills the preacher or the personal worker with joy bringing a soul to the Lord he took his brother along that path which led him to the Lord Jesus you ever sat down with someone with open Bible showing them the way of salvation and said to them this is the way walk ye in by the way that's what I want to do Wednesday night look at those verses you will use to lead someone to Christ. And then they have the joy that Andrew had and every soul winner has leading the Lord, leading the lost to Christ. I know I've often quoted the words of Anne Ross Cousins hymn Anne Ross' cousin she wrote that hymn The sounds of Time are Singing The Dawn of Heaven Breaks Emmanuel's Lamb it's based upon the words of Samuel Rutherford amazing Samuel Rutherford when he lay on his bed he knew the time was near he says, tomorrow tomorrow at five, I'm going home to be with the Lord. And those who were in the room with him as he expired. That's what he said. He looked up. The Lamb was all the glory. And Emmanuel Lamb. And at five o'clock, he went home to be with the Lord. What a mighty man Rutherford was. Well, Anne Ross' cousin, who was a minister's wife, took the letters of Rutherford. He was known well known for the letters that he wrote. And she wrote and him, Emmanuel's not based on the sayings of Samuel Rutherford. Preached in a place called Anworth in Scotland. And in part of one of the verses, which again was based upon what Rutherford himself said, if one soul from Anworth should meet me at God's right hand, my heaven will be two heavens and a manual of land. In other words, Ruther was Brother Ford was saying if one soul through my ministry is saved then I'll save them in heaven and that will make heaven to heavens to me. The woman of Samaria would have many with her in heaven through her personal evangelism. I already mentioned that. be a soul winner finally and briefly we have the man with Christ who was Andrew we have the message about Christ and then the meeting with Christ so the man who would become a great servant of God and be a soul winner remember the day of Pentecost over 2000 souls were saved Mm -hmm this same man Simon Peter met the Lord for the first time and here we have first of all the Christ Simon brought into contact with the Saviour through the faithful efforts of Andrew and you will notice that the Saviour neither ignored him nor turned away from him Which is so typical of the heart and the ways of the Lord. He'll never turn anyone away, and he'll never turn away from anyone who's brought to him, no matter who they are. He never turned away from the lepers that came to him and fell at his feet. Many another would, Pharisees and their priests would. He wouldn't walk down the same street as a leprous individual? The Lord didn't do that. He welcomed all comers. Turn to Matthew 4. Matthew 4, verse 24. Again, the standing with the same incident and we read in verse 94 in verse 94 and his fame and his Christ fame went throughout all Syria and they brought unto him mark the words they brought unto him they brought them to Christ as Andrew brought Simon to Christ they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments and those that were possessed with devils and those that were lunatic and those that had palsy and he healed them. Notice five different types are mentioned there. Five, the number of grace. And the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ received every one of them Praise His be. We were wonderful Savior, don't we? Then they receive us. Guilty, hell-deserving sinners that we were. And so you have the Christ, and then you have the change. Remember what Paul said, and a man that be in Christ, he's a new creature. all things are passed away, behold, all things become new. So there is a change in the life of any person who comes and receives the Lord as their sin. The Lord changes them. They're not the same. And a change took place in the life of Simon Peter. Verse 42. And there we read. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, Simon had never met the Lord before, and yet here the Lord knew all about him. Thou art, <coughs> thou art, Simon, son of Jonah. You know all about his family. Thou shalt be called Cephas, <coughs> which is by interpretation a stone. Well, the daily more was that than this study. Peter called a stone, you know. He's not called a rock, you know. Church isn't built on Peter. It was called Cephas. You live in your Bible margin, you'll see the word means Peter. And so there, there was a change that took place Peter first saw the law. I shall not be called Simon, I shall be called Peter. So the Lord changed here something in the life of Simon Peter. Isn't that what happens when sinners come to Christ? It changed. The person comes to the Lord, what is he? He's a sinner. after he meets the Lord what is he then he's a saint the change you see he's a a saint and our dear saviour is still in the life changing soul saving business so let us all (laughs) endeavour to be a winner of souls. Andrew won, Simon Peter, his brother, Christ. And we know what Peter became. You lead someone to the Lord. You don't know what the Lord has for them. You don't know what they will become. You just never know. And let us concentrate and focus big soul winners need me to some soul today teach me Lord just what to say let's bow in prayer our oh, dear Lord and loving God thank thee for the lessons that are to be found in thy word. And we know, Lord, that every lesson points to the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, bless this word today. To those here in God's house and those listening online, use it, Lord, to thy glory the blessing of the people of God. Lord, abide with us as we make our way home. Let we know thy presence with us in our travels. Lord, keep thy hand upon us for good. Return us this evening, Lord, to learn more about thee. To worship and praise thy holy name. Thou may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Abide and remain with us now. And until the day breaks. And the shadows all flee away. Amen.